God bless you, and welcome to Yesterday Ended. I'm your host, Dennis Dobbin. Thanks for joining me today. What identity card do you carry in your wallet? Does it tell you that you are righteous? What identity do you live by? Who do you think you are? According to 2 Corinthians 5.17, you are a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Is that the case in your life? Have you been able to relinquish the old and put on the new? Has tragic yesterday really ended for you with its defeats and dramas so that you could live today in peace and freedom? If you're still having a challenge to walk as a new creation, perhaps you should give a listen. I have read a few biographies and autobiographies in my life. It's interesting to see the process of growth in a person's life, particularly if they were greatly successful. But we can also learn from those who didn't do so well. We'll see what not to do from their life story. So what is your life's story? How is the manuscript going so far? Is your life a comedy or a tragedy or drama, or perhaps even science fiction? The truth of the matter is our life is still being written, but some of the pages that have gone by need not determine the next chapters. What determines the style of your future? The title of my poem today is Old Life, New Life. I held on to the past, and the past held on to me. I finally realized to let go so I could be set free. Deceived by false comfort, no true comfort did I find. The lives I was believing had left me totally blind. Bygone lies wrote a script that had no happy ending. I acted out false words in a life of pretending. But now in practice is the truth in my every thought, rejoicing each moment that by his blood I've been bought. So in a moment, my past and its lies were washed away, and a new life was gifted that starts fresh every day. Now my daily decision is to turn my back on the lies. I turn to God and his promises, so my old man dies. I recently upgraded the operating system of my computer. My former operating system was about five years old. In computer life, That made that operating system a dinosaur. The reason I waited so long to upgrade was that I was holding on to programs, shall we say, of my past, that I thought were irreplaceable. My favorite Bible program that I used to study scripture on a very regular basis had functionality that I have not been able to duplicate. And I had drawing programs and photo-enhancing programs that were expensive to replace or subscribe to. I had productivity programs that made switching between programs and starting up programs and opening documents very easy. For almost all of these, I have found either free or very inexpensive alternatives. It has indeed been a bit of a challenge to go through the transition between operating systems. There are some major differences that is making the upgrade not so fun. 
but the functionality and syncing of my phone and tablet and computer were being compromised by not upgrading. It was time to come into the present. I held on to the past, and the past held on to me. I finally realized to let go so I could be set free. You can't run a race looking backwards. Driving a car while looking in the rearview mirror can be hazardous to your health. So a couple of weeks ago, I made the plunge into this new operating system. There have been many moments of discovery of something else that didn't work or that needed to be upgraded or reconfigured. But I have patiently met each challenge and worked through the process of upgrade. My poem in this episode is a short autobiography of the changeover from one system to the next. But it wasn't the operating system on my computer that my poem refers to. As I pondered one morning the computer process I was working through, the Lord showed me the need in my life to let go of some old programming of my heart and receive a new program to run my thought life. The analogy of your mindset compared to an operating system of a computer meshes very well. What type of coding runs your system? Most people, even with minimal understanding of computers, recognize that there is an underlying system that controls what goes on. So what kind of programming do you have? Bygone Lies wrote a script that had no happy ending. I acted out false words in a life of pretending. The education and events of our past are the script or coding that determine the type of our current mindset. Some people were educated by fear and had many traumatic events. Others were educated with hope and love and had events that were supportive and encouraging. Most of us are a blend of both good and bad education and events. So now our job is to go through that coding of our mindset and rewrite the bad codes. But now in practice is the truth in my every thought, rejoicing each moment that by his blood I've been bought. We find a comparison of the two possible operating systems we can run by in Romans chapter 12, verse 2. And do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. The first truth we must recognize from this verse is that it is written as a command. This is not a suggestion or a request. It is a command not to be conformed to this world. We are not to allow ourselves to be fashioned like this world. We must actively fight the world, stamping its pattern on our mind and heart. We should not run the operating system of the world. In contrast, we are commanded to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. This is the process of upgrade. This, again, is something that we have the choice to make, to allow it to happen or not. Will we allow the will of God, which is the Word of God, to renew us and thereby transform us? Now my daily decision is to turn my back on the lies I turn to God and his promises, so my old man dies. Our choice 
the way of the world, lies, or the ways of God, which is truth? Which way will we turn our heart? What will we obey? What we listen to the most will be our course of action. And this is shown in Romans chapter 6, verse 17. But God be thanked that though you were slaves of sin, yet you obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine to which you were delivered. What form of doctrine do you obey? The type of words that you have agreed with, obeyed, have stamped their style upon you. Some of these words we need to start disobeying. Some of the forms of doctrine are doctrines of fear and defeat. They are doctrines of devils. We need to be disobedient to our defeated past and remind ourselves that is no longer our identity. We have been made more than conquerors. When a computer is reprogrammed, new code is downloaded into the system. If not done properly, the rewrite will fail and will either default to the former operating system or not work at all. Think about your thought life. Do you have thoughts that clash? Do you struggle between being a victim and a victor? It's just a couple simple letters that change that outcome. The process of how this is done is found in Ephesians chapter 4, verses 20 through 24. But ye have not so learned Christ, if so be that you have heard him and have been taught by him, as the truth is in Jesus, that you put off concerning the former conversation the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitful lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. What have you learned about Christ? Are you walking in darkness or in light? Are you walking with a meek heart or a hard heart? Do you have a heart of compassion? Or do you only care about yourself? We must come to recognize that truth is only found in Jesus. And we are instructed here to first of all put off our former habits or conduct described as the old man. That's the bad programming. That bad programming is further described as corrupt according to deceitful lust. This word lust simply means any over-desire. Have the things we desired gone beyond a simple desire into over-desire and then maybe even into idolatry? Do we have control over our appetites or do they have control over us? The worst part about these lusts are that they are deceitful. We hear the words in our head thinking it's our heart speaking to us, but it's the lust tempting us. We've been tricked into believing it's something we desire in our lives. The voices of doubt, worry, and fear speak to us in our own words. We must come to recognize that this is the programming of the old man. So then, once we have identified the elements of our old man's nature or programming and repented of them and renounced them, we have empty space within our mind that can now be renewed. Then at this point, we put on the new man, which has the characteristics of God's righteousness 
and true holiness, a far cry from deceitful lust. With my new operating system, now on my computer, my phone and tablet can properly communicate with it. Are you having trouble communicating with God because you're still running an old operating system that was designed by the world? Do you have coding in your heart that is outdated, coding telling you that you're not worthy to hear his voice? Your core identity is determined by what you believe. Your true identity is that you are a beloved child of God in whom he is well pleased. The only thing you did to receive that identity was believe on Jesus. It is an identity that is a gift that declares you are righteous and you are set free and you are set apart from this world for the glory and pleasure of your heavenly Father. Make a decision right now and put off the old man and its identity and ways. Do not be deceived by the lies of the past that tell you you are less than the best in the eyes of God. You have been placed into Christ by the Father, according to 1 Corinthians 1.30. And since you are in Christ, you are a new creation, and old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. This is the truth of who you are. Rewrite the mindset of your heart and accept this as your true reality. Now my daily decision is to turn my back on the lies. I turn to God and His promises so my old man dies. I wish I could report that my computer is running perfectly smooth, fairly close, but like I say, There's still surprises as I endeavor to open up different programs to use them. This is the process of upgrade. Life is full of surprises, but they don't have to hurt us. The more truths we can program into our hearts, the stronger we will be when there are error messages that confront us. I have spent a number of hours with tech support lately, working on different elements of my upgrade. The Holy Spirit is our comforter and teacher and guide, and in computer speak, our tech support. Always available 24-7, and the price was paid for by our Lord and gracious Savior, Jesus Christ. If you're having trouble with the process of upgrade, help is only a prayer away. Thanks again for joining me today. You can connect with me on my Facebook page, Yesterday Ended, or send me an email at dmdobbin at sbcglobal.net. I'm looking forward to hearing from you. God bless you.